Hi, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the New and Real Estate podcast of the year 2021. I am so excited to be back and to also let you know everything that I have planned for this year. So before I get to the meat and bones of this actual episode, which I'm going to be talking about buyers, I do want to let you in on some things that I'm working on. So first of all, the, the next new in real estate boot camp is going to be held February 2nd. That's when the, the next boot camp will start. So if you have heard of my boot camp or maybe last year you didn't have the opportunity to be a part of this program, I would definitely suggest for you to jump on it. The boot camp takes place in a span of four weeks. Everything is held inside of a private Facebook group where I go over everything from working with buyers and sellers to communication and sales techniques. Um, I also share with you exactly how to negotiate for your clients, things to look out for as a new agent. There is just so much that I cover over those four weeks that I would definitely recommend for you to jump on it, especially if you're new. Now, even if you're not new, let's say you have been in the business for a few years, but you still feel kind of lost or you feel that you never got the right foundation, this is the right program for you. I will put the link below. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, the link will be in the description box. That way you can go ahead and sign up to be the first one to know when registration opens. But once again, the program will actually begin on February 2nd of this year. All of the trainings, and once a week, there will be a one-hour live training. They will all be held on Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Center Time. So again, all of the details are below. Make sure to check that out. And if you're listening, I really hope to see you in the boot camp. So let's get right into this episode. I wanted to talk today about buyers because I'm working with quite a few buyers right now. I'm not sure where you are tuning in from, but it seems that inventory is just so low everywhere. And there's a lot of buyers right now trying to take advantage of the low interest rates that it's causing um, a frenzy. There's bidding wars. There are buyers that are, are just removing all type of appraisal contingencies. They are paying more than market value. We are seeing some greedy sellers. And if you are working with any buyers, or maybe once you start working with buyers, here are some things that I want you to keep in mind and also to take a note of to make sure that you're not wasting your time. And at the same time, when you are going out and showing properties that you're giving your buyers the best chance of getting the homes. So first of all, let's begin with you prospecting buyers. Let's say for some reason, maybe a friend or family member has reached out to you because they're thinking about buying or maybe they are ready to get the ball rolling. You definitely want to make sure that they get connected with the lender if they're going to be getting any type of financing. You do not want to be showing any properties to buyers if they haven't gone through the process of getting approved. And this is extremely important because you don't want to be going out and driving around showing homes when at the end of the day, you don't even know if that person can even qualify for the home. So the very first step is for you to connect them with the lender, or if they have a bank or a lender that they're already working with, make sure that they go through the entire approval process. That way, not only do they see what their purchasing power is, but they can get a reality check on what the numbers will look like. So once your buyer has already gone through the process of getting approved, then you can have that conversation and really narrow down exactly what it is that they're looking for. 
Now, something that I do want you to consider and to note is that even before you do send them to the lender, as soon as they have reached out to you or maybe you have connected with them, you do want to have almost like a consultation where you go over a lot of questions to figure out exactly what their motivation is for buying and also ideally what they have in mind for what they want to get. So once you have that approval letter ready, what you can do is check back with them and just go over once again the criteria that they gave you in the initial consultation. You want to know exactly how many bedrooms and bathrooms they're looking for, their top three areas that ideally they want to live in. You don't want to be sending homes that are out of their price range or don't even meet the criteria for what they told you. You shouldn't be sending condos or townhomes if they have already mentioned to you that they are not open to that. Um, something that I hear a lot, especially when I'm talking to buyers, is that in the past, many times, some of them have already talked to agents and have even worked with other realtors, but they stopped working with them because they found that the realtors kept on sending them the wrong type of properties. They, the buyers, wanted to stick to a certain city and the agents kept on sending them homes that were way out of the area and this is something that they did not like and that's why they decided to part ways. So you definitely do not want to be that agent. So let's say you have narrowed down exactly what they're looking for. You always want to be in communication with that buyer. Something that I tell my buyers that I'm working with is that I'm going to be sending them properties. However, they are also welcome to look online and all of the different websites that are out there. Also, another thing that I do is that I send them a link to the app for my MLS. That way they get notifications for properties that immediately hit the market. And at the same time, I can actually see what they're looking for and what they are liking or favoriting. The next thing that is really important, especially when it comes to buyers that are multiple buyers, or maybe it's a couple, maybe it's a husband and wife, is that at any time that you do show property, you want to make sure that all of the parties involved, all of the people that are going to be the decision makers, you want to make sure that they're all present. If they're not present and you only end up showing the home to one of the buyers, what's going to happen is that if that person falls in love with the house, then they're going to tell you, you know what, I want to bring my family later. When can we schedule to bring them again? Or you know what, I really want to submit an offer, but I first want my spouse to see it. And what this creates is you going back and forth, trying to make arrangements, showing the house. And it's very possible that by the time that everyone sees it, the way that the market is right now, maybe the listing agent ends up accepting another offer. So that's why it's really important that you make it clear and just share with your buyers that you want to make sure that everyone is able to see the home at the same time. That way you don't have to be going back and forth trying to make arrangements. And at the same time, if they all like the home, it just makes it so much easier to be able to move forward to actually writing an offer. Now, you guys, everything that I'm going over right now is just very simple, general um, information. All of this is actually what I go really into depth on in my boot camps. So again, I'm just hitting the tip of the iceberg right now for you guys, because I do want to deliver value for you, especially if you're going to be working with buyers. So 
Next step, let's say that your buyer has fallen in love with a home. They are ready to submit an offer. Some of the things that you can do to make sure that your buyer's offer stands out is that number one, first, you want to reach out to the listing agent, find out how many offers they currently have, and also what the seller is looking for in the offer that they are going to accept. You would be surprised, but many times these listing agents will tell you absolutely everything. That way you can go ahead and take that information and write up a, an amazing offer that hopefully will get accepted. I have called many times before listing agents on the properties that my buyers like, and I want to find out exactly how many offers they have. So when I have called, many of them have actually told me, you know what, we have five offers and they are these amounts, blah, 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 blah. And if your buyer really wants it, they would have to come in at this amount. Or sometimes they just tell me how many offers they have. And at that point, what I do is that I ask, okay, well, what is it going to take for my buyer to get the house? And again, all I'm doing here is that I'm asking for information because what I want to do is get as much ammo so that I can write up an offer that at least will make it to the top offers that might get counters, if not have my offer accepted. Another thing that is extremely important that I want you to keep in mind is that not only is a communication with the buyer that's important, but you also have to have really good communication with the lender. Because at the end of the day, if there are any delays or if the deal falls apart because of the financing, it's most likely because something that the lender can't control or something that came up or worst case scenario, I have seen it happen where lenders just completely disappear because they don't know what they're doing. So you almost want to screen the lender even before you open escrow. And some of the things that you want to ask are, for example, how many days do you need to close the loan? What is the best way that you prefer I communicate with you? Is it through a phone call, a text message, an email? You also want to find out their work schedule. Do they work just Monday through Friday and then on the weekends you cannot get a hold of them? Are they just working from nine to five and then after five they're nowhere to be found? You want to find all of this out because in this industry, many times our schedule are not nine to five. And sometimes it's not even after five or six o'clock that we can actually get a hold of our clients to have them fill out any paperwork or even get on a phone call with them. So this is something you want to make sure to keep in mind. So that's it for today's episode. I want to keep it pretty short. I just gave you a few tips here and there for what it is that you can do when it comes to working with buyers. If you are enjoying these episodes, make sure to share them with anyone that you feel could really benefit from all of this information. And once again, stay tuned for my new agent bootcamp. It will be starting on February 2nd. You can visit my website, lloydavelasquez.com forward slash new agent. And you can also go to the link below to sign up to know exactly when registration opens. Thanks again, and I will see you on the next one.